All right, all right, all right. Let's see what we've got. A podcast for the fellas. Ladies can listen if they're not too jealous. Three warlocks that like to talk. A destiny podcast that you will like. Okay, Guardians, start your party. Get your weapons and move your body. A podcast comes by you wish to test it. But you in a tower like you with one dexter. Well, starts dropping, they starts popping. Grab your mic and hit the mute button. Now you know that you're in luck. The show is called Three Warlocks. How is everybody doing? This is Vega, and today we're going to be talking some Destiny. This is the third episode, which I had to <laughs> I had to double check with like with my other co-host on that. <laughs> we're going to be talking Destiny today, and I am not going to do this alone. I have my two other co-hosts. Whenever I throw the bat signal out, they come to the rescue. <laughs> that is Snail and Ness. How are you guys doing today? Good. How are you? Doing well. Happy Excited. Halloween. Happy Halloween. Yes, happy Halloween. Halloween. Very See, spooky. I'm dressed like yeah. a person who drinks vitamins. See? <laughs> I don't have a... Happy, I'm, happy Destiny Bursting Week. Yes. Yeah. It was a busy week today for Destiny. Mm, definitely. On Tuesday, they dropped a Vidoc. On Wednesday, they dropped another video. It was the launch trailer. Thursday, it was a double whammy because we had a Luke Smith um, interview. That was through Twitch. And then also the TWAB. This week at Bungie dropped some, some information. It wasn't a juicy information, but it was information nonetheless. That was a yeah. lot of stuff. It, 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 was, it was a week of like a roller coaster ride where it went, Wah! and then all of a sudden it went, you did what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know it, about you guys, but I was like in my Jeep, plugged my, co- my, my phone in and waited for those minutes until the video popped on the Bungie YouTube. <laughs> People were calling me. I was actually at a site, but I had to watch it. And it was it was awesome. I really loved the video. But as I text you guys, I, I stupidly booked myself a meeting for the exact time. So there was me sat on a, a meeting with uh, people talking about different stuff. In the background, I'm going, hurry up. <laughs> Come in. I was, um, it was a bit early for me. That, that thing launched 7 a.m. on my time. And mm-hmm. it must have been like in the afternoon for you guys or in the evening. It was so. 10 for me. Yeah, it wasn't afternoon for me. Two so took, for me in the future. In the future, yeah. It took a while for me to like, um, you know, being so early, had my coffee. It took a while for me to process all the information that kept coming through that video. What I appreciate about those videos is that the developers have time to pretty much um, share their thoughts, share a little bit about what's going on behind mm-hmm. the scenes, which is yeah. pretty cool. You finally get to see faces yeah. to different people. And we're going to be breaking down the video uh, frame by frame in, in a sense of all the points that we saw that were kind of interesting. But what I did like about that video was that there was a lot of new faces that I had never seen before in other Vidoc. Mm-hmm. There was, yeah. uh, and there the was a future. lot of familiar ones too. I, I liked seeing Aldrin. To be honest with you, I don't know why, but he's one of those characters that I, I, I really like. I mean, it could be the Game of Thrones kind of thing, the Lannister, but considering that they named him the Crow is really funny to me. Destiny, uh, Bungie's really good about taking things from our youth and kind of throwing them in game with, you know, and a lot of people from the newer generations just don't know anything about it. 
like uh, the emote of the Monty Python spoof. Oh with yeah, the horse mm-hmm. in it. Yeah, like I love those things. But this one was interesting because I mean, I mean, is he supposed to be kind of like Brandon Lee? You know, he got killed, he comes back to life, and they name him the Crow. It's like ah, that's that's too much. <laughs> that's too close there, to the movie. There is a lot of nods to films, isn't it? So we've got a character named after somebody in Fast and the Furious. Well, two characters in the Fast and the Furious. So yep. they, yeah, they, yeah, they like to drop the Easter eggs in. Is all you can say. They do, but it was it's kind of funny that Aldrin is the Crow. Must be a, a a name that was probably given to him by his uh, ghost. You guys remember his ghost name? It's like a funny name, like pork chop or something. <laughs> what pork, is it? Yeah, pull pork. It, really? Pork, it's pork. Pull pork. Yeah, that's what his ghost pull is pork. called. Pull yeah. pork, according to the uh, yeah. to the lore. Yeah. Yep. See, learn something okay. new. Ness, learn something. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're not. We're not joking. <laughs> we're not joking <laughs> either. Okay, I, I can't always believe you guys. You guys trick me a lot. Then I repeat it and someone laughs at me. Poor, I'm going to look it up. <laughs> look it up. <laughs> Let's dive uh, into the uh, Vidoc. Um, the beginning mm. um, opening scene here, about 13 seconds in, we see the uh, Bale statue. Bale is arriving. What else did we see there, uh, Snell, that you were pretty excited about? Do you guys know who the Vale are <laughs> to start with? Uh, the Vale? No. Give us, some, give us some, yeah, give us some lore on that. Story time. <laughs> Story time with Snail. But uh, we, we've started to see the veil uh, since um, Shadow Keep. So since the pyramid ships arrived uh, and we've seen statues which have been covered in a, a veil-like kind of form. So the veil have been around a long time in all the pre-Destiny sort of art and um, bits and bobs. Now they are the servants of the darkness. Okay. So they're pretty, pretty, pretty big and they've been hinted at loads throughout the Destiny universe but never actually seen in game but to start a, a viaduct with a statue of the veil suggests that we're going somewhere with the veil story and uh correct me if i'm wrong that's almost like a similar statue that eris morn kind of looked at during the very end of of uh, shadow keep is that correct mm-hmm. that's right yeah yeah, I honestly thought it was the darkness. No, I honestly thought that statue was somewhere in like the Dreaming City. <laughs> I was kind of yeah, confused. I, I did like, too oh, initially. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's good to know. I mean, and mm-hmm. we actually get to see how badass uh, Eris Morn is because we get to see her fight a little bit, which is kind of nice. Was she a hunter? Yeah, she's did a hunter. Did you know she was a hunter? I didn't know. <laughs> no idea. Hunter. I thought maybe she was, uh, you know, a warlock, but I didn't think she was a hunter. Yeah, okay, about a there... about a minute in, you see the uh, we see this the stranger, we see Eris Morn, and then we see mm-hmm. um, the uh, drifter, drifter, drifter. We see the drift... forget drifter. I know. Yeah. We see the we see the drifter uh, engaging some enemies, which was kind of cool in the snow. Uh, then, That's if amazing. we move uh, about minute fifty seven in, we see the cabal with uh, with Zavala. <laughs> like, and, what the hell's going on? Well, I mean, I if you look at that scene, it's a. a Zavala and Osiris are there. Mm-hmm. They're talking yeah. to the to the cabal. And what I'm thinking is like the theory that I was kind of mentioning to you that maybe the enemy of my enemy is my friend. But then again, the other thought that came into my mind, which we're going to be talking about later on, is um, there is uh, the storyline, which is um, Beyond Lights about, you know. Mm. Uh, and then there's going to be the season, which is about I forgot her name, uh, Zavu Roth. And then she is, yeah. yeah, she is corrupting Cabal. So I'm thinking that Cabal want to work 
with the Guardians to stop that as well. So that could be maybe something mm-hmm. like that. We won't know until we, we see everything unfold. But that scene right there, it does take but, you back. You're like, what the hell yeah, is going it on? Does. But just before that scene, 138 in, you can definitely see there's a split between the Vanguard. Um, mm-hmm. And throughout the video, there's almost like an anti-Vanguard with Eris, Drifter, and um, The Stranger. It's like um, Civil War. Uh, yeah. in Avengers all coming together in two factions. It's, it's quite quite exciting. Yeah. You can tell in my voice. <laughs> Which was the best Marvel movie was Civil War. Um, mm. But yeah, and you kind of have to wonder because since they say the stranger is from the future, should people be on her side? I mean, of all the people, she would know what's the end, the end game, I guess. So yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of different to see a uh, her with uh, with the drifter and everybody knows the drifter is just a survivalist so is he act are they actually on the right side you you get this idea that people are actually starting to questioning what the vanguard are truly about mm. yeah. well I, I pledged to the vanguard remember that quest where you had a pledge to a, a, a vanguard yeah. or, or, or the drifter i pledged to the vanguard because what's a guardian to you guys that's a that's a simple question what's what's a guardian yeah. to you guys to me, it's a person who fights the darkness with the help of the, the speaker because he got the light from the traveler. So mm-hmm. it's given to you mm-hmm. so you can fight the darkness. So you can pretty much fight, you know, the bad guys, you know, protect the city, protect the people. Why would you want to <laughs> pledge your allegiance to the darkness? And that's what troubles me about the stranger, because the stranger is a character that was not there. For example, D1. Showed up, showed yeah. us some stuff, took off. Well, she but gave us a weapon. She gave us a weapon. She did give us a Don't weapon. Get that. Yeah, she's like, you earned this, you idiot. Well, I get the impression that the stranger is actually, um, she's just watching. She knows what the future holds, but she has to watch certain, I mean, you think about every movie we've watched about time travel, that you create a new timeline if you mess with anything. And I'm wondering if that's kind of the, the route they're going with her. She has to be an observer for a while until there's that moment where whatever she does is not going to hinder what's, you know, it's going to change what's going to happen in the end. So it makes me wonder if that's the, where they're going with her. And this is now the time that she can actually do something that doesn't, that doesn't hurt the major players that she probably needs. That's what I think. I mean, that was a little bit confused. I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense what you do say on this, but I was just a little bit um, confused to the fact that uh, during the major obstacles that we have come up against uh, as a guardian, you know, we had uh, Oryx, you know, we had Ziva. Then after Mm -hmm. that, we had the Red War with Gaul. Then we had, um, you know, different things that just come up, you know, hit us in the mouth per se, but then she hasn't even been around. But yet when this thing, which hasn't happened yet, this mm-hmm. new enemy is about to hit us. She's there. So at the same time, I'm, I'm kind of torn to follow somebody who hasn't been there <laughs> during the hard times right. and shows up at this moment in time. Right. But just, just to rewind to your original point of being a guardian, the flip side of everything you're saying there is questioning why we uh, exist in the first place. So remember, we're dead people that have been risen by a ghost that mm-hmm. the, the travelers created. So did we want to be brought back to life in the first place with our memories wiped so our whole life has been wiped from us and yeah. now our sole purpose is to do what the traveler says right surely there's some real questions about the morality of what we're doing 
Yeah. So yeah, that's I true. I get what you're saying, but there's another side to that. I pledge to the drifter. I mean, <laughs> so there's that. Um, but I mean, if you think about it, kind of was still saying, do you blindly get led or do you try to figure out the truth? Is what a, and not to get into religion, but I mean, wouldn't you want to eat the apple of knowledge to kind of know that, hey, don't step in lava, you're going to die in there. Yeah. I mean, or just kind of blindly walk into it and then just, you know, wither away. So it, it, it's going to be very interesting. I, I really do think that they're going with a, a civil war kind of, Yeah. I hope they do anyway. It'll be very interesting if they do. As a person who's been fighting out the darkness for so many years, it just feels kind of weird. We're about to be using some dark arts yeah. to fight uh, a much powerful foe that we probably never mm -hmm. fought before. Even Luke Smith himself said that you're going to question the light. You are going to question mm -hmm. the darkness. So it's it's kind of kind of neat, but at the same time a little bit scary because mm -hmm. you you have this game, this baby that you love. You just don't mm -hmm. want it to be weird for a while, you know. I know. And you have to remember that the speaker did say that the traveler hadn't spoken to him for years, so mm -hmm. he never spoke to the uh, the yeah. traveler. The traveler had stopped speaking to him, so he was giving orders out as if the traveler had been speaking to him, but it never had. So where were these orders coming from? Again, it's corrupted by other people not from the original source yeah yeah but you can see that um that split in the vanguard like you were talking about as you go down more in the video about two two minutes in we see this stranger maybe she has a ghost probably not i don't know look like that little fish looking thing it doesn't look like she does yeah. uh, well, apparently it's not a ghost it is something else and we might get it at some point apparently so exciting i feel yeah. like you know something you have this look on your face like you know something we don't <laughs> Tell us everything. <laughs> we, get a, we get a hint of what the deep uh, stone crypt may look like. We get like a little shot. Maybe they're a Clovis Bray facility. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We do, do, we, a... do we understand the significance of the deep stone crypt? Uh, no. Okay. I so, mean, yes, is... but explain it to the listeners would be actually. That's, yes, that's, I know. Be useful. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're winking at me, so it suggests <laughs> that you don't know at all, which is usual. Um, so... Uh, Obviously, Clovis, 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 Clovis Bray. Yeah, um, invented the exos. So all their research and all the dark and creepy things they did to make the exos in the first place. So you have to again put that into your, your thoughts. They've created a machine with thoughts and yeah. vision. You know, it's where Cade's come from. How dark do you have to go to make? Like, it goes back to Frankenstein, and why has it been hidden underneath them? Um, all this ice for so long was well, a reason why it's hidden away isn't it you know clone army it's obviously mm -hmm. something very very dark gone on underneath yeah. uh, underneath there that's uh, waiting to come out so we're going to find loads of secrets out of that particular area so it's significant because it's where um obviously Cade has come from poor Cade poor Cade all six of them <laughs> or six resurrections of them <laughs> yeah it's a moment of silence for Cade and I believe that's the um the name of the the raid right am I correct it's definitely in the um, the Braytech facility, um, and we kind of get a tease of that in the, the video, don't we? With six people landing, um, yeah, and, uh, yeah, and landing a ship underneath the ice, which which okay. sounds unusual. <laughs> that is true. What does look really interesting too is just the way the weather works. It's very interesting. You get to hear the wind. Uh, it was kind of fun. They were saying how they got the sounds for, yeah, uh, you know, yeah. for all That's the. Fun. You, yeah, you get to see the, the famous breast pump. Oh, mama going in there with, with the idea of recording recording the breast pump. 
I hope that's the sound of my ship, you know, as I'm flying <laughs> that nice, easy breast pump. <laughs> oh, man. Brilliant. Um, but yeah, we got finally got to see a little bit more of the subclasses. They kind of broke down some some gameplay of them, which are kind of cool. I mean, I, I'm I'm co- I'm okay with being a a Gandalf warlock, I guess. Gandalf <laughs> warlock. <laughs> this is this is really exciting for the future, mind. You know, a, a new subclass, and then as as a leak kind of lets slip, and as you can see in the video, suddenly you find out actually this three strands to that um so we might have a set of three light and a set of three uh, yeah. dark when they arrive is, is that you know the question but but luke kind of let that slip in his little bit as well because he yeah. was well gagged not i'm i'm excited for that that's gonna be great Thanks. other than a warlock obviously because warlocks are the best which other class mm-hmm. are you guys excited to try out kind of check it out hunter okay hunter's gonna be really interesting i mean i feel like this is probably me being biased, but I feel like hunters get all the cool stuff. Like their the their outfits look cool. Like their everything looks cool. Uh, somebody really and Bungie loved the hunter and gave them all the cool stuff. But I mean, they're not as good as warlocks. They'll never be. So yeah, with but great great uh, power comes great responsibility. Yeah, <laughs> a bit of Spider Man on you. Okay, okay. The, we're gonna the problem with hunters is they fall over the slightest sign of any information being thrown <laughs> at them. Oh man, don't say that. They're gonna get mad. Oh, dude, they get they get the option of doing like a holding a wanted thing where they can shoot around corners. That is like, true. Yeah, yeah. I wish I can say bad things about Titans, but they're not gonna understand what we're talking about. Hey, we got a chance to see on uh, the video. We got a chance to see some weapons. Uh, looks mm-hmm. like they finally explained the no time to explain, which is yeah. interesting. Uh, before before that gun in D1, what it used to do is you whenever you shot and on every kill, it was able to re- regenerate um, your ammo. But now it looks like you get a little a little, a little mini a little mini portal little mini portal with a mini gun yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I mean, what, what an amazing thing. Pair that with Arc Souls, yeah. uh, which you all know uh, I love in PvP. Yeah. Um, I've got a walking um, turret going along. Yeah, that's awesome. Can you imagine six warlocks with that? <laughs> Just going on PvP. I think we'll stand in your way. Slowly marching towards the enemy. <laughs> <laughs> and then a hunter shoots you around the corner. It ends the whole thing. Ah, damn hunters. That will be... Uh, <laughs> We get to see the uh, the sword, lament. Lament, yeah, yeah, yeah. A sword for Real snail. Yeah. Yeah. A sword for snail. He's gonna be mm-hmm. happy. Yeah. Sword. Yeah. Sword. And it's a chainsaw sword, so you know it I might think that's does. The coolest part that it's a chainsaw. Yeah, it takes out uh, shield shield barriers, captains. Yeah, shield barrier champions. Barrier yeah. champions. Yeah. Yeah, so as I'm doing the, the most experienced, uh, hardest version of the Nightfall, I can run up and get kills before I get there. Great. <laughs> Let me push with my sword. I got this, guys. <laughs> Watch this, guys. <laughs> I'll just freeze them. It's fine. <laughs> How did you guys feel about the necrotic grips? Oh, I'm excited. So that was the only thing I took out of everything that was going on. There's all the stuff for the warlock, uh, and they ignored everything. Some they mentioned something about a titan, but nothing about a hunter. But yeah, these necro- necrotic grips are yeah. going to be a, a, a walking thorn. So can I pair that with thorn and and just poison everything in sight? Oh man, I'm a little bit. Uh, yeah, we do have thorns still, but okay. I was a little bit uh, concerned that we didn't see any 
hunter exotics displayed which they might be a little exciting once they come out mm-hmm. we won't know what they are you're gonna until. get like the best stuff <laughs> it's gonna be coming out like there's gonna be a red rug and they're gonna they're gonna present it to the hunter and then our stuff are just gonna throw it that was a cool little gimmick the way they show it is the um the way the gameplay shows those grips work uh, yeah. i just saw them hit one person right just mm-hmm. one enemy mm-hmm. one thrall and then it just went throughout like a wave of poison yeah, effect. Before, yeah yeah which is kind of neat kind of cool especially those who like like close combat I- i'm kind of curious mm-hmm. how those will work on pvp wise where if you kind of punch a person and kind of run away and they'll just sick themselves to death <laughs> cough <laughs> the rona <laughs> the corona corona grips is that what it's called are we renamed them the coronavirus grips the coronavirus grip. so. we, we've gone there too early i think i know i know this is a, this is a, <laughs> okay have, just too soon i may i may have to edit this but maybe not all right <laughs> The other stuff that we're we saw life, there, I know we're not live. The other stuff we saw there was the looks like the D one map, the Cosmodrome. Yeah, it's a little different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it's actually a different angle. It's the same spot, just like a different angle is what they showed us. They said they reworked most of the the maps so we can actually see them from a different aspect. So I'm excited yeah. to. I'm ex- actually I'm excited to see some D one maps. A little nostalgia. I really did enjoy that game. But I hope that unlike Destiny 1, that they do actually do a little bit more with the lore. Just a little bit. Just kind of show us a little bit. Just kind of display it a little bit more. So we're not looking for it. Did you guys look at the uh, map itself? I kind of freeze framed in the the timestamp there. And you only see one lost sector in that entire map. And I'm like, ah, I hope that's not really the whole thing because yeah, we're only not. getting one last sector. That's going to be kind of kind of weak, I think. What is this, freaking uh, Mercury? I mean, we're, we're glad Mercury's going away. <laughs> oh, we certainly are. Um, so oh, this was the first first time in the video that uh, slightly concerned me. And there's a, a dirty word I'm going to keep mentioning throughout uh, everything we're going to talk tonight, which is uh, new players and everything geared towards the people that, you know, I guess a casual playing the game because they mentioned that this Cosmodrome's uh, great for the new light players and we've got a, a new guardian going to be looking after them in uh, shorthand, yeah. which, which worries me somewhat, but we're going to base everything that we see from here on out for new players, yeah, not well, the and, old and players. I feel like they do that every time. And I mean, I'll, I'll hold my, my opinions for the TWAB review, but I, I do understand what you're talking about there. Someone did ask if veteran players um, like ourselves can actually go and experience the same experience that new players can experience you know go talk to uh, go talk to fast and the furious boy and then yep. you know get, kind of get the whole mm-hmm. um get the whole story from him shahan and they mm-hmm. said you can you could you, you you're oh. going to be able you're going to be able to do that which is kind of cool mm. uh, worth a try we're not really excited about it but we might try I mean, <laughs> okay <laughs> I'll go say hi, I guess. I can't just say hi, yeah. It looks like we're, well, if we continue on the video, it looks like we're getting two story arcs. Yeah, we're always going to get two story arcs. We've got Beyond Light and then we've got the Season of the Hunt. But obviously, we, we've got, as I, I didn't shadow keep, we had two stories running at the same time straight away off the bat. Correct. Um, yeah. So it's it's quite, quite exciting. Uh, and the bit that's um, tweaked again that we're talking about, uh, new players and, um, 
those casual players is we're going to get no fear of missing out because at any point you can pick up and play any of the seasons within that specific year. So great for re-entering players and all yeah. those nice people. It's going to help those from that have that fear from missing out. I guess with FOMO, mm-hmm. <laughs> fear mm-hmm. of missing out, because you're going to be able to beat the the campaign in what? What's what's your estimate estimated time that people will beat the campaign or the story missions? How many hours? <laughs> I think. How many well, um, I, I don't know. Like I, I know, one year I think we did it in like nine hours. Another okay. one we did it in like six. Okay. But well, we took time it, off. So. If it's um, if it's as Luke Smith let slip, uh, it's not as big as Forsaken, but it's bigger than Shadow Keep. Then we'll split the difference and say eight, eight hours. Then shall we? Yeah. That sounds pretty good. Yeah, I think eight mm-hmm. hours. If we continue on with the um, the video, which is talking about the second arc of of the storyline that's going to be on the next season mm-hmm. or the next expansion, this is probably the most interesting and, and probably the most ex- exciting question I'm about to ask you, Snail. <laughs> Who is you, Sabu okay. Araha? <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. So this is um, God of War, sister to um, Sabathun, uh, who is the Witch Queen. So obviously getting a Witch Queen expansion. So yeah. Sabathun's long story is going to come about. So yeah, Zavarath is responsible for um, contemporary or modern hive. And, and obviously she's, she's an interesting character that we're going to see a lot of, which is quite exciting. Yeah, don't say too much because I want to be surprised, especially mm, with. I'm not going the... to say too much. <laughs> no, at least. Okay, I, I was have about to... question. question. Is, is this one of the three? From um, the... this is a this is Stavison's side, oh, one of okay. her sisters. Yeah. Okay, so it is one of the three. Mm. Okay, gotcha. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> and then Ness, we see yeah. your boy, your man, oh boy, your man, Aldrin, <laughs> return. How did that how did that make you feel when you first saw his beautiful emo face? Okay. So, all right. Yeah, he's a good-looking character, okay? I'll give you that. He has a great voice. I'm just actually kind of glad that Destiny is not going with that whole Game of Thrones theme of uh-huh. killing off characters that we know. I want to see some familiar faces. I want to see some uh, one of the things that I've always enjoyed in a good show is you start like not liking somebody but midway you actually start understanding them and then you truly realize what they're about and you either go either way, whether you like them or not. But obviously in this one, Aldrin is going to be someone that we're going to be working next to. It looks like, it looks like he's next to us fighting whatever we're fighting. So it's just nice to see that we're, we're going to get these familiar faces with a different story. So, because I mean, let's be honest, the, the Queen's story, it was washed over. So we don't even know. There was there was so much in D1 with the Queen and, and the brother, their relationship. And there was so much story that they had that they just kind of pushed to the side. And, and it'd be nice to know a little bit more. Yeah. So yeah, I was excited about Aldrin. Yeah, okay. He's hot. How do you feel about, um, how do you feel about working with the enemy? I mean... I know for those that, I mean, I know he shot Cade, but I shot him, right? So are we even, right? Uh, <laughs> and you have to remember, he was, he was being uh, controlled by the high worm. I mean, yeah, and, we still sh- and Ness still shot him, by the way. I still shot him. <laughs> 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 I 
And then he came back and he doesn't know what he did. Like, okay, second chance. It's going to be an interesting dynamic the first time we're going to be working with them. I'm going to be excited to see the emotions that our guardian is going to have with that, which the Vidoc showed that our guardian is talking again, which was kind of cool. That is pretty mm, cool. Yeah, yeah. So hopefully we get to see some dialogue between him and uh, your boy, the yeah. crow, the crow. Oh, Brandon Lee. I mean, the, I mean, Aldrin. I mean, I have, a, I have a side question for you too, Ness. Do you think whenever he shows up, is he listening to Fallout Boy or Green Day? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> definitely Fallout. Fallout Boy, definitely. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> well, Aldrin is returning, so we got to see uh, some glimpses about 12 minutes into the video. We got to see some glimpses of the Dreaming City. Uh, it's, it it kind of goes with the same um, arc storyline from the the God War Sister of Sabathun. Because you kind of, mm-hmm. if the video, if you yeah. freeze it just for a little bit, you see like a, 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 a Cabal Captain all hive looking, maybe? Is that what I saw? Or was it like on top of that bridge on the on that video um, to, she, she's wow. infected is she infecting the um um the hive it was a hive captain that was on the bridge in uh dream city which was infected by a green glow so that's what she's been up to oh i thought um, she was infecting in cabal for a second i apologize uh, no creating corrupted um hive but i i'm going to assume from what we see in the video there's going to be loads of those hive corruption or those or corruption of portal things so yeah. we've got something in the dreamy city at last to go and investigate again rather than a, a dead destination i know no, and i really like so the dream that's what I'm yeah it's a great place it was beautiful so it'd beautiful. be nice yeah. to kind of right. go through again well it looks like sabathun has a, a plan and she's going to take an entire mm-hmm. an entire year for that plan to come into fruition so before we see the end of it uh, i believe we're going to go through season 12 13 and 14 before we hit the yeah. the the witch queen expansion which is going to be kind of cool yeah yeah i'm really excited it's gonna be great and then we saw a little bit of stories that come into life i know especially we saw a little bit of art armis armis there yeah and um i don't know she's she's pretty tall she's a pretty tall person I think she's kind of short, but you know. Why has height got anything to do with these characters? <laughs> yeah, though, you know, you actually wrote a note about that, about her being kind of a small part of the. Of well, the um, I, think I agree not. with you on that. Just a small fry. Be, yeah, I think mm-hmm. this is going to be more about finding out about what each group is actually truly fighting for. And she's yeah. just kind of that antagonist, but it's. She's the antagonist that's actually kind of bringing those ideas up. So, yeah. But she is short. <laughs> She's the short. You are heightest. I think um, one of the things I did like about the Vidoc is we got to see what the developers have been going through, especially during the uh, COVID, yeah. the COVID times. A lot of those guys have been working from home, a lot of those guys have been putting out really good material, really good um, uh, graphics, really good weapons. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the restrictions that they have, that's pretty That's pretty impressive, man. You hear all these horror stories, and we had one of those horror stories at the beginning of this expansion almost not coming out where they pushed it. Yeah. So we, we, it was slated for September, and then they, they, they pushed it back to November, two whole months, which, which we kind of like felt like, ugh. But we knew if Bungie was doing that, it's because they were doing it for a reason. They wanted to iron out a few things, keeping it, well, keeping the, the material, you know, and, and, and all the storylines, make sure everything checks out good. And then you see other games suffering. 
Halo got pushed back. Mm. Now we heard yeah. about Cyberpunk getting pushed back too. So yeah. for the the amount of stress they probably must be under and for the amount of uh, quality uh, content that they put out, man, that's that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Yeah. And, and I just want to take this time to thank them, you know, for everything they do for pretty much my yeah. enjoyment is thanked to them. It's thanks to yeah. them. And I, and I like that. It's pretty cool. You know, and but they've almost single-handedly saved uh, Xbox's launch, really, haven't they? Let's yeah, be honest. They did. They did. They're the the launch game for because Halo for got Xbox. pushed, and Halo was supposed to be that game. Yeah, but, but yeah, in reality, yeah, we have to be aware too that uh, Bungie's actually out of Bellevue, Washington, and Washington was hit the most. Yeah. So everything they did to protect their staff, uh, you know, you have to condemn them. You have to commend them for it. But yeah, I think one thing about Bungie, they do always put out a beautiful game. They have a beautiful game. They're good with their music and their, their artwork is just amazing. So kudos to them yeah. for, for both things, you know? Yeah. They don't know how to build hype. Yeah. <laughs> the three warlocks agree. They give thumbs up to you guys as hard work. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm excited to see is uh, you have to remember that uh, Destiny had a really difficult birth so a lot of what we've seen has been created by what Activision said that Bungie could do. So a lot of the concept stuff is stuff we're now seeing coming into the game. Yeah. So that concept stuff been around since D1, you know, D2, and Activision played with that story and made it more palatable for them, not for yeah. Bungie's benefit. And now we're getting what Bungie's true storyline was meant to be, which is why we're getting this exciting mm -hmm. stuff coming. Yeah, that's true. With their separation from Activision, I think... Uh, they have a little bit more freedom to um, develop the game a lot better the way they wanted mm. it. I'm, I'm kind of glad that they separated from Activision because Activision and EA are kind of looking very much alike. Kind of throwing out games way too quick, um, not really caring about the gamer community at all. So I'm glad they separated from them. You don't want Destiny, Call of Duty, World War Four, or nothing like that? Or... <laughs> <laughs> every, every year? <laughs> I don't want to know what the hunter's going to get. You know, <laughs> well, that was uh, that was pretty much the Vidoc. Unless you guys had any other points that you guys like, I know that my calendar is going to be really busy. That's what I got out of that. That is <laughs> true. I mean, we got we got a chance to see the glimpse of all the the calendar. Is this? I mean, I was a little bit uh, confused there. But has the season itself always began a week later from the actual campaign, or is this the first time this is happening? Because if you look at the calendar, it says uh, eleven ten, the game launches. Mm -hmm. Then um, we get to see, like it's called the um, uh, Empire Hunt begins, which is the uh, story story missions. Then by eleven seventeen, we see the season missions begin. So that's pretty much the stuff we we're talking about. Uh, Zavu Arath. I know I'm going to get that name wrong. Uh, that's her storyline is going to begin after that. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, that's kind of how it's um, it's playing. So it, it was like that at Shadow Keep. So we had the Shadow Keep campaign, and then we started to get the Undying bits tagged on a week after, and that flowed through. So it's kind of flowing on the same pattern. That's what confused me because if you remember on Shadow Keep, you got a chance to go to the moon, right? And then <laughs> while you were in the moon, you kind of drive around exploring the, the areas, and then all of a sudden, boom, Vex will start showing up random places, and you're like, what the hell's going on? But the explanation <laughs> of that happened a week later, so you're like, oh, oh okay. <laughs> so are we going to get some confusion with this stuff too as well, you think? Yeah, I, I think it will be tied up better than it was previously. 
Yeah, so if you look at the calendar, like I was mentioning, um, 11.10, the game drops. 11.10 to 11, uh, excuse me, 11.10 to 11 um, through January 12th, you get to um, uncover all of Europa's secrets. So are they giving us a specific specific time, 11-12? Or is that pretty much the end of the season, kind of giving us a preview of what the next season is going to be, right? So they yeah, give you a whole that's season. The end of the season. Uh, some people wanted trials to kind of take a little hiatus for a couple of weeks, but nope, they're bringing trials mm-hmm. on the 13th. So, yeah. <laughs> so grind up, Snail. We're about to go flawless, <laughs> baby. Let's grind up. All the PVE guys unite because they're the ones that going to be the highest power level <laughs> because the PVP guys won't yeah. be able to reach that far. You're going to get killed by like trials gear. That's what you're going to kill. Uh, can, can I just say, Baker is still bitter about the fact that I didn't reset my trials pass because it's been mentioned so many times in the past uh, month. He doesn't. I mean, he's right though. You were supposed to. But that was well, I know I was supposed to. to. I accidentally didn't reset my card. So yeah. apologies. <laughs> On the eleven twenty one, we're getting their new raid, which is uh, I'm kind of looking forward to it. It's kind of cool. Iron Banner, which is what I love. Uh, it's coming about the uh, whole month, December eighth. Nice. And then we get the pretty much everything in December. Uh, don't make plans. Gen- uh, don't make plans November. Don't make plans yeah. December. Don't make plans uh, a little bit in the beginning of January. I mean, you're gonna be busy because there's gonna be a lot of stuff happening. We got the dawning by then. Mm-hmm. The dawning, I think we should have. It just starts the 12th, 15th through January 5th. January 5th, excuse me. Mm-hmm. By then, we should have the all of the stuff dropping December 8th, right? Which is uh, FOB, Field of View. Yeah. We should mm-hmm. be having all the other schematics yeah. come put, put in into the game, which uh, is kind of okay. cool. Yeah. And much, much more that they're not discussing. If you look down at the little bottom of the map, it says Hawkmoon. We're kind of looking forward to that. Yeah. And then what is this thing called? Duality? Is that like a, a new exotic or something like that? Um, I'm assuming it's one of the new exotics. So everything at the bottom is the new exotics, isn't it? Yeah, it seems like the, uh, if I read something a, a while back, duality, that duality is going to be a shotgun, right? It's like a slug shotgun. Oh. I think they might have read something on, on it. Somebody brought that up. Maybe I might have read it like on a Reddit post a while back. But yeah, it kind of breaks everything yeah. you're going to get. Uh, Hawkmoon, Cloud Strike, No Time to Explain, Duality, Salvation Grips, The Laments, Ice fall mantle. So these are all the things that are pretty much um, going to be dropping through exotic engrams or exotic quest mm-hmm. on the game. Uh, Mask of Bar- Barris, um, Artemis Embrace, Dawn Chorus, Necrotic Grip, and Precious Scars. A lot of stuff mm-hmm. that's the only thing we care about is warlike stuff anyway. So shooting yeah. about that stuff. But if you guys don't have anything on the video we can discuss, we can probably move on to the TWAB. The TWAB was kind of juicy this week. Yeah, that, that was that roller coaster ride. We went, yeah, look at all this amazing stuff. And then the TWAB comes out and we went, what the hell are you doing? Well, <laughs> give me a round so you can come back. <laughs> they broke down all the caps. They brought down their baseball caps, their caps lock, everything cap, 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 cap. We are getting a soft cap of 1,200. A hard cap of 1250, and then the pinnacle cap is going to be 1260, which is typically 10 mm-hmm. power levels from the hardest stuff. The thing that is different this time around, which I am kind of happy for because I was kind of guilty of doing this myself, is when it comes to power climbing, I believe there's two types of people. There's the people that play the game for long periods of time. So it can be your, your, your guys who, who you know, take vacation off. 
There's guys who are streamers, guys who pretty much do this for a living as well. You know, they want to get all the content out and eat it. Those guys yeah. tend to progress and light level climbing a lot faster, a lot easier. Whereas the other guys who have their nine to five, but I'm not saying they don't have a nine to five, but they're, they're not at liberty to play the game as, as often as others can. They play maybe two hours, two hours a day here and there. The casuals. The casuals. Yeah. yeah. It seems like to me the way they change the progression climbing, it, it's, it's almost balanced out because, um, and let me explain why. I was guilty of the guy who used to go to the tower as soon as I landed uh, after a new expansion. I used to grab, I have a buttload of tokens. I have the, the liberty of having one character. So I have tokens galore, um, vendor tokens for days. So I was that guy that used to get all the vendor tokens, cash them all out and get to that hard cap like that, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. within 30 minutes. Now you won't be able to do that. Every yeah. stuff that you cash in, it's going to be what, 20 light level below? 20 levels below what you have. And yeah. then talking to you during the week too, Ness yeah. um, and, and Snail, I think Snail brought up that he didn't like something about the progression. He said it was, it was a little bit easier. Is that what it was? Yeah, well, so I'm, I'm, I'm concerned because uh, uh, yet again, we're using <laughs> Who cares, the, uh, she says? <laughs> yeah, the, the casual player, um, one character based is, is, is what it's all focused towards. So those people that grind a lot and have three characters like me, there's nothing for us really. We're going to get there even quicker. So great. But that means there's no long progression to that. It's even shorter for those players. And then I think um, what they did, though, my, I think my what they did tokens, there. No, but I'm sorry, sorry to cut, sorry to cut you off. But I think what they, I think what they did there is that they're trying not to make it hard for you to do all of that hard work, keeping those three characters going nonstop. Is that is that what I'm reading from the 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 twab right there? I think they, they just don't yeah. want you to go too crazy on that. Yeah, they, well, they're taking the grind out. It's going to be very quick, I guess. There's there's a couple of tweaks to that, so you know. Uh, if you think about what we did previously, if I had three characters, I transferred my weapons onto my other character, went and cashed my tokens in, and that character suddenly bumped up. I can't do that anymore because if I transfer the uh, the weapons, it's not going to drop anything uh, higher. So it's going to be longer from that perspective. Yeah. But actually, I'm going to spend less time grinding because it's going to be quicker if I'm just going to grind strikes and get powerful rewards. The token thing bugs me to some extent because I've got all these tokens which are now useless. Yeah. Actually, we remove from tokens in the game altogether. Can we do something different with tokens? Because if I'm just getting something that's powered lower, mm-hmm. what's the point? Um, I can just you know, deconstruct it and get some legendary shards. Brilliant. Um, I know that to delete that slip, that there's going to be some new armor. But again, with transmog, which we'll all we'll talk about in a bit, um, that's pointless as well. And so I'm kind of at loss what we're doing with vendors. The vendors now going. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Do we need uh, Yeah, that's true. But what are your thoughts, Ness? What do you think about this uh, light progression, uh, the light progression climb? Well, they do this every time where the new players automatically start at the level that everybody else has grinded out to. That's that's one of the parts that bothers me. We grinded our butts off to get to 1060. Yeah. And mind you, I'm at 1059. Like I haven't even gotten there yet. <laughs> um, but they're going to start at 1050. So everything that I've done, they're going to progress probably even faster than me based on what they're doing. And then like Snail said, I mean, I've got a ton of tokens that 
I've held on to because my vault's full, my postmaster's full, my character's full. I can't put any, I can't put anything else anywhere. So now, uh, now they're going to give me stuff that's going to be worthless. And in reality, when you start playing the game, everything that drops is just maybe like a point or two higher. I mean, that's been our experience. So yeah. really to get something that's 20 below, you just, like Snail said, you might as well dismantle it and just get whatever you get out of it. Um, it's really, it, it, it's a waste of time, really. They should just allow me to fast delete. And the, the bit, the bit that, that, that you kind of hit the nail on the head, kind of without saying it um was this piece around yeah we've got loads of tokens um and people keep saying well you know it's really easy to level up and uh it's you actually don't play the game to level up how do you get the tokens in the first place play the game yeah mm -hmm. so I, i've grinded to get those tokens and now i can't use them yeah so i was playing the game yeah there's some there's some solutions that people have brought up that um if Bungie can make a way where you can cash in 100, 200 tokens at a time and then maybe mm -hmm. get a weapon yes. that you want. You get to mm -hmm. choose what you want. Maybe yeah. cash in 200 to 500 and get a, a, a piece of armor with a specific role you want. Mm -hmm. I mean, that may happen in the future, but the problem with Bungie is that, or the game with Destiny is that they have so many currencies. I know. We can't we can keep track of, of everything. They mentioned that they're going to get rid of currencies that are no longer useful, like right. um, what's it called? Uh, tokens from resources and stuff like that are going to. Yeah, but it was the, 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 the stuff that we used to have, the faction tokens, faction tokens. Yeah. Are gonna, I mean, I, do you guys still have any of those? Because I deleted my I thing do. like 200 years ago. I so I, I saw the list of everything they're getting rid of. And I'm ashamed to say that I have all those things, okay? <laughs> I still have like a treasure map report for like, I think EDZ and, and Mars or something like that. Like I still have them. The I stuff, have, is it the stuff that says you can safely remove? Is that the stuff at the bottom it says, no, yes, no, delete this you, you can still use it. You can still, <laughs> you can still use it. And then they're going to take away my ramen coupon, a coupon. Like what? What did that do to them? What about my tinfoil hat? Are they going to take that too? Like, I have memorabilia in there. You know, I'm a toothbrush. Am I going to clean my teeth now? Well, they are going to take all that stuff away, but it looks like some of the stuff may not ever come back. But once we start yeah. discussing a little bit about transmog later on, we'll, that will all make sense, I guess, at the end. Stuff that people have been holding on to in their vaults and yeah. stuff. I mean, you know how many times I've gone to the vault and tried to delete stuff? And I, I delete maybe one or two things, and I'm like, my vault's clean. They're like, no, it isn't. You have, you have 30, 32 um, trust yeah. cannons that I'm never going to get, never going to use in my life, but I still have them there because just like you never know because case. of the role. You can't get rid of it because it has no. a role. I, I find you myself, th that's true, but I find myself keeping guns because like, like Snail was saying, goddamn, I played the game for this freaking gun. I, you know, blood, sweat, and tears. Why am I gonna get rid of my, my beloved? My beloved. Why am I gonna get rid of my my revoker? Yeah. Or it's a you know, name. like why Can't am I get gonna rid of my beloved? <laughs> like, why am I gonna get stuff that I grinded to get? Like why are you forcing me mm. to get rid of this stuff? You know, it, and it, it, that goes with other conversations like sunsetting and things like that. But um, no, but you know, let's be real though. I mean, I feel like the people in our clan do have a problem. I had like twenty nine cold denials. 
mostly because somebody said I should look for a certain role and I never had the chance to actually look at them. I would just get them and I would just throw them in there. And then (laughs) a new weapon would be meta and meta and I would forget all about it. So we have a problem. Yeah. You know what? And that moves us on to um, the planetary materials, I guess. As an actual yeah, you know what? Let me just back up on that point. Leader. They talked about the powerful reward changes. I know you had some thoughts mm-hmm. on that too. That even if you play, because there's certain people that play PvP only, yeah. you know, and there's some people that play PvEs, like people that do strikes all the time. But I guess they're saying that you can keep doing that and you're going to be getting powerful um, gear much, uh, not, not as 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 safely as you would from doing the weekly challenges. But mm-hmm. if you do like doing strikes, you can play strikes and then however many strikes, you'll get a powerful gear um, that will help you progress in, in light level. That was a neat change, kind of different. I thought that was kind of cool. I like that, yeah. Well, I read it as unlimited powerful rewards. But there's a cap, what's the point? Once you reach uh, 1250, I mean, they're worthless. Powerful rewards are worthless as but, it is yeah. right now. I mean, yeah. but, but if you're looking at a grind to um, max cap, then I've got unlimited time I can spend just grinding strikes. Mm-hmm. That, that doesn't seem fun. But that leads to a whole conversation about power leveling and how we should change that. But anyway, yeah. carry on. But look at this stuff. Let me read this to you, this, which is very interesting. It says, we have change coming that will allow you to have a chance a chance, once again, word chance, to earn powerful rewards from strikes, gambit, crucible, and from uh, and from seasonal drops all the way up to the hard cap. So they're not specifically telling you you're going to get one every strike, every mm-hmm. two strikes, no, every three can. strikes, yeah. four strikes. So, there, I mean, you might do 30 strikes, maybe have one. You know, you mm-hmm. might do 15 and get one. Yeah. You might do one strike, get one, and you won't see another one for a long time. So I don't think... They're saying they're yeah. gonna give you free free roam of having power yeah. powerful so, drops. So I mean that was uh, that's what I'm thinking. I haven't we haven't seen the changes yet, so that's what I'm yeah, reading, yeah. and that's what I'm kind of assuming, you know. So I, I'm looking at it from a spec perspective. If we want to get to a raid weight race, you need to level up quickly. So if I keep grinding strikes, then I'll get to that um, level sooner or later, and then I won't play strikes anymore. But the problem is that the reason they've done this is to get people playing the old content more. Well, yeah. all that's going to happen is those people that play the game the most, your, you know, your streamers and your people who spend a lot of time playing this stuff and stuff, will just play it for a certain length of time, which is really short, and then it's put in the vault again until we do something else. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't make sense. I like the fact that Snell says you people that play a lot. You people. <laughs> what do you mean, you people? Snell is <laughs> one who plays probably the most out of our I know. <laughs> Oh, you people! Aren't you, you the one with the highest hours <laughs> on purpose? I am the person with the highest hours on purpose. Yeah, he's all yeah. you people. Oh my god! Yeah. <laughs> you people. What do you mean, I'm you not, people? But I, I, I'm I, well over two thousand one hundred hours now. I two thousand two hundred oh, hours. You're a, you're a pup. You're a puppy. Whatever. You're a puppy. That I have <laughs> seven hundred hours. I'm right behind you. <laughs> right behind you. <laughs> but. uh yeah, that's some good points there on, on powerful reward changes. But mm. uh, we were talking about tokens and collection and collections, right, Snail? I was just moving into um, planetary materials, which oh, uh, planetary materials. Is, is, is another weird subject. So it confused me to start with, because are we saying that these planets are never coming back then? Because we're getting rid of the planetary materials altogether at the end of season 13, or for season 13, so at the end okay. of season 12. 
so if we get rid of the materials altogether, that suggests that we're going to move to a way of getting rid of all planetary materials. They're redundant anyway, to be honest, because we've got too many other ways of cashing stuff in. But, but the other bit that confused me was a sort of midway through the year, they mentioned that they were going to use Icora as like the speaker type that you could give planetary materials to and get different types of stuff from. That seems to have disappeared altogether. So it was like, must have been like a, an idea that came from nowhere. Yeah. one of those Luke Smith, Luke Smith moments yeah. um, where he, he drops someone's idea and then it, it never came to the game. So I don't know where we're going with planetary materials. Uh, I assume they'll just disappear at some yeah. point and we're never well, going to get the planets back. That was a question I had too, which makes, because the new season coming next, this is season 11, the one we're on, right? We're on season 11 now, yeah. Season, yes, 12, season 11. The season's coming. Season yeah. 12 is the next season that's coming. So we're assuming yeah. that the next season those planets that house, you know, face glass needles, alkaline dust, similar sea, mm -hmm. Mercury, Mars, mm -hmm. all yeah. those planets, they're going to be gone. The pyramids are going to yeah. destroy them. But these things are still going to be used or accepted by vendors. Are we assuming those vendors are going to be somewhere else, maybe in the tower? Um, so I, when I first read it, I, I thought it was only the vendors that they currently use that when they're not on the planets, being Spider and being Banshee. But the more you talk about it, you know, Anna Bray is coming to the tower. So can we yeah. use them with Anna for a bit? I don't know. That's what I'm thinking. Um, yeah, I assume that they're going to see them at the tower, like the faction people that don't do anything. But some of those people have not come to the tower. Well, two of them are dying. They're saying they're going to go guns blazing, right? Mm -hmm. So it's interesting. This is what I'm going to do personally. Um, it's I'm probably just going to cash everything out and get weapons and gear and just delete them for, you know, weapon parts and then, I mean, art, uh, parts and then, um, what do you call those things? The blue things that I have 7 billion of them? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm drawing a blank here, um, which which has uh, to do with uh, the stuff that Spider is going to be selling a little differently now. What are those things called? Uh, um, uh, legendary shards. Legendary shards. Legendary shards. When you delete a weapon, they're not blue. Get... They're purple. Purple. Oh, I'm sorry. Thank you for uh, thank you for. I thought I was up... the one with the colorblind settings. Yeah, thank you for bringing up my colorblind. Is there? Snail? thank you so much. Yeah, I, kinda, <laughs> I have to live sorry. with that. For I really, had to many think years. about it. I was like, well, no, that's. That's green. That's white. Oh, <laughs> I mean, it started when I was 12, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> uh, for, for, those, for those listeners, there is a colorblind story. So we did a raid and uh, they kept telling me, shoot the green one. And I kept saying, there's nothing green. And, and we're like, louder, we're screaming, shoot the green one. <laughs> it's green. You mix blue and yellow. Was it blue and yellow? <laughs> yeah. Uh, unbeknownst to me, I've been playing in colorblind mode all this time, so everything was yellow. So that's why I couldn't see the green one. And you, you liked it so you liked it so much that you kept it on this entire time. Still, yeah, my bad. Mm. No problem. Green, yellow, who'd know? But yeah, that's very interesting when it comes to um, all of those planetary materials that we're going to be losing on the season thirteen. I guess we get to keep them for one season, but after that. Yeah. Like I said, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to cash them all out, you know, try to get those legendary shards, try to get that stuff yeah. before I can do anything else with them. But I'm actually um, okay with the enhancement cores. Um, five per day, I mean, for 30 legendary shards, I, I actually was okay with that. I mean, it's kind of a pain in the butt to, if it's just that, because 
you had what, like five things you had to give up to get like one. So I'm actually okay with that. Yeah. You doing that kind of exchange. Yeah. And it's pack per day. I mean, I have tons of legendary uh, shards. So I have a billion. Remember, I have a billion. Yeah. How many do you That's, have but, now? This comes to the bit about 400 legendary shards for um, uh, a what they call enhancement prism. Um, yeah. I've only got 400 legendary shards, so <laughs> like 5,000. I can't say. Yeah, the, the bit that confuses me about that whole thing is. This is geared towards people who've got loads of legendary shards. The people who've got loads of legendary shards have already got loads of prisms. The people who need the prisms are the people who've got no legendary shards. I only have Go figure. I mean, calm down. I only have fifty. Oh know? my god. I have I have eighteen thousand seven hundred and thirty one. I had to look up on my phone how many um, legendary oh, shards I have. It's just yeah, the fact I you have four hundred snail blows my mind. You you are the people that out of all people that plays the game as much as you do you don't have that many that many legendary bear shards. in mind i've um i've mastered with every piece of armor weapon that you could possibly imagine oh. I, I do a lot of so when bungie was going to sunset a bunch of the armor and, and weapons that's a big f you to your face right pretty much that was yeah, yeah, <laughs> get all those back Oh my god, now I think you're gonna have to delete all that stuff now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah just coming back to like that Came back to those prisms a second. So I'm going to spend 400 legendary shards and get one prism, which to get 400 legendary shards, I have to play the game for quite a bit of time to do that. Yeah, to agree to get 400 to get one prism. Yeah, I can go into the Pit of Heresy, play for 20 minutes, put all my characters into the boss section and get uh, 18 in the space of what? Probably half an hour. At no Legend cost to me whatsoever. But if you start at 18,000 legendary shards, you're okay. Yeah. <laughs> but hold on. Let me give you a suggestion. But you know my point, though. But well, let me give you a suggestion. Well, let me give you a suggestion. Delete every single masterwork piece. You'll get yeah, seven. Yeah. You'll get seven for each yeah. piece. Yeah. So. Not only yeah. that, shaders. All those shaders that you're hoarding, delete them. You get yes. legendary shards from those, too. All those yeah. weapons... This feels like a this feels like an AA meeting. We're trying to force Snail to do something he doesn't want to do. <laughs> I, I'm a collector. Leave my collection alone, please. It'll be it'll be fun one of these days for all of us to get together and 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 uh, do a Twitch uh, stream of us going through our vault and just deleting stuff that one one like one of us can suggest. Snail, delete that. You don't need that. And Ness can be like, Jesse, delete that. You don't need that. <laughs> that would be interesting. Yeah, I, I can already see Snail's face. He's panicking already from that. <laughs> Actually, we do not touch my phone. We have a word that's worse than than Snail. Um, we have Peak. Peak is that the is worst order in our clan. Mm. I feel that like if we do it with him, it would be therapy. Also, my vault is not full. I'm at. Uh, I try to keep it between 300 and 350. That's my max. After a while, I go in there and, and start deleting stuff. You know, but I mean, I have every single exotic in there, which I shouldn't. I just might as well delete wow. that stuff and reacquire <laughs> it whenever I need it. But, I have uh, ghosts in mine. I know. You have ghosts? Oh, I delete those things. I don't even need those. I can't help it. I can't help it. You know what? We're talking so much about this. Um, there's still the, the, the part on bounties. There's still the part on bounties. Yeah. Which, um, they're going to... Lowering the bright dust. Yeah, they're gonna be giving bright dust for some of the bounties. More bright dust, which is kind of cool. Um, mm -hmm. Is it cool? 
I mean, it's cool if you play as much as you. How, okay, hold on. Let me look at my phone again. How much brightness do you have still? <laughs> I have. So I've got, so got one thousand five hundred bright dust. I have twenty thousand three hundred and twenty-two. Yeah. Okay. Bright dust. okay. I have so, eleven hundred. I have eleven hundred. Okay. My what problem... are you guys doing wrong? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So Sorry. I really like the ornaments. I can't help it. I like the ornaments. I like the ships. I buy them. I buy the shaders. My problem with this is this number seventy-five hundred covers you for one main emote and like a couple other things. So like I still haven't been able to buy cowbell because it's like four thousand bright, you know, and I don't want to spend money on it. I well, want it. I'm glad you're having an issue because this bounty system that's going to be implemented is going to help you reach your goal of buying your cowbell. And Snail is nodding. He doesn't like it. <laughs> I want my cowbell. More so, cowbell. So we've given, this comes back to this, I'm going to say the word again, casual player. Yeah. Um, okay. So okay. we're giving them more bright dust because they're casual. Great. The bounty grinders, like myself, who would buy, you know, grind, forget bright dust, and I was getting 200 for a weekly bounty. I'm now only getting 100. Yeah. So I have to grind more. They're talking about removing bounty fatigue um, by season 13. Yet in season 12, we've increased bounty fatigue. It's confusing. Yeah. I mean, I can see your point, but the fact that they're changing stuff to the game. I mean, as minor as that might be, that might be something that uh, people will, you know, like it, not like it, but at least they're trying some new things. Mm -hmm. So that way in the mm -hmm. future, if anything does come up, they're able to make those changes. Because as far as I know, since D2, bounties haven't really changed much when it comes to no. rewards. It's always been, they've always been kind of like stingy with what they give you, you know? Hmm. they're like they're that's like our own version of the spider <laughs> when we try to trade something yeah. a bounty to them so this is kind of neat i mean more bright dust to people doesn't really hurt anybody right i don't think it does so it helps those um casual players um those that grind a lot it's actually a, a disadvantage because there's less of it i'm gonna get now yeah so let's play more yeah, it forces you to play more. We're play, playing for those guys who are grinders. They don't want to. They don't care about playing more. They're already playing more as it is. So it's like a even. It's balancing out, I guess, in a sense. I'm, I'm just looking at the glass um, half full with beer. Half full. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it's refreshing. But we keep, we keep talking about uh, vault space. We keep talking about uh, all these armors and weapons, and and I think it's it's probably the good time just before we get onto the next part of the twab. Let's talk about what Luke Smith had to say about transmogging. Do you guys know what transmog means? I know Ness doesn't know. <laughs> but Ness is going to tell us. Tell us, Ness. Transmog. Tell me, show me where the transmog is at in your body. <laughs> what <laughs> is? Let me grab the doll here and I'll show you where it's at. <laughs> help her out. Help, help her out, Snail. What's what is transmogging? You know what it is. So transmogging is... Um, Basically, all our armor uh, becomes um, a visual piece that we can turn our armor into. So you have one set of armor, and you put any uh, skin on it to make it look like any of the original armors. So Luke, Luke Smith was directly asked, um, should we be keeping armor in order to um, transmog it into whatever armor we've, we currently got on that's uh, our particularly chosen bit of armor? 
Um, and he said, uh, no, don't keep any of those bits. As long as you've opened them and they're in your vault, uh, you'll be able to turn your armour into that uh, particular bit of armour. So, for example, if we had um, armour from um, uh, you know, Leviathan that we wanted to turn our current bit of armour into, we can do. We can delete the one that's in our vault. Delete mm. something in my vault? That seems yeah. crazy. But yes, I can delete this thing stuff in my vault uh, because I can I can put that um, particular skin on the piece of armour I've picked up in Beyond Light. For example, but a little side note there, Ness. Why do you keep armor in your vault? Why is the main reason why you keep it in your vault? Why um, rolls mostly the rolls exactly? So are they going to do something about the rolls there, uh, Snell? It looks like what the new subclasses are hinting at is maybe little mod sockets where you can kind of pick the roll that you want eventually. Yeah, that's what it looks like. I know that looks very interesting. That's almost like the future mm. that I want to be a part of. I know you live in the future yeah. now and, and I envy you for that. And that's the kind of, I know it's probably four in the morning where you're at. I apologize. <laughs> it's but not that bad. It's, it's, it's only one o'clock in the morning. Okay. But uh, that was actually really neat. Interesting. Really neat. So we don't have to worry in the future. It might be somewhere near in the future. We're going to have mm -hmm. the liberty of wiping our vault clean. And I'm even go as far as saying that we may not even have a vault. Is that, yeah. Is that too eager to say or too too bad to say? I don't know. It's probably too early to say. Yeah, maybe. I still want to store stuff. Yeah, I oh, like. Too. You want to store your planetary materials? You want to store your vendor <laughs> tokens? Or like, my coupons, yeah. my ramen coupons. My well, yeah. the other stuff that they were talking about in the TWAB, which almost like two two little fast points that they had, is the way spiders going to be doing their dealings. We touched a little bit about that. The way they're going to change. How spiders going to change? Whenever you used to buy uh, legendary shards from Spider. Uh, it used to be planetary materials that do it. But if you wanted to buy an enhancement core, you had to use uh, legendary shards, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. But every time you bought yeah. it, I believe the currency was 30, then 60, then 120, yeah, and it kept going up yeah. before it, it cut you off at a certain or until you ran out of, of uh, legendary it shards. It was uh, right? mm -hmm. 10, 20, then 30, which then makes this bit really interesting because I used to buy two at 30. Now I have to buy two at 60. Yes, but now you can buy no longer two. Buy four, man. You know, uh, uh, spoil, spoil yourself, man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, spoil, I'd, have spoil, to add, I'd have to add legendary shards for that, surely. <laughs> oh, he only has 400. <laughs> I know. I'll well, on the for you. well with, with those 400 there, uh, Snail, you can buy yourself an enhancement person. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. I've well, got plenty. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Spider's going to be selling an enhancement prism, which is kind of cool, especially since um, new armor's coming out, new roles. So you're going to be having chances to masterwork your armor more often. So enhancement prisms, usually the, the the gunsmith is the only one that sells them, as far as I know, the only person, right? Yes. Yeah. So it kind of yeah. makes me think if he's not going to sell them anymore or if he's actually going to be selling other things. I don't know. But uh, it looks like for 400 uh, legendary uh, shards, you're going to be buying one prism. Then it's going to go up there, you know, but it's 400 flat, but you can only purchase three per week. Is that it? Um, yeah. Uh, and a bit for me, because they, they mentioned that uh, enhancement prisms were a sought after thing. I don't think they are sought after. The thing that's sought after for me is um, your um, uh, upgrade modules. That's the thing I run out of most. And that's the thing that only comes from Banshee. Yeah, and I think the I think the gunsmith is going to be selling that 
maybe a different currency. You never know. You know how Bungie does. They give you different currencies left and right. You know, they might say, hey, man, uh, Snail, uh, delete something from your vault and I'll give you a... Oh, I'm not. I'll give you that. Delete that. <laughs> the other thing that was really cool, really interesting is that we finally get to have a ghost that we get to keep forever, I think. If you like a certain ghost, you get to keep it. You don't longer have to switch ghosts because they have a certain uh, mod that you like on a ghost. I personally use the ghost that has speed demon, speed demon mm -hmm. in it. And now yeah. it looks like every single ghost is going to have speed demon no matter what. Which is kind of cool. Know, I think every single sparrow. Yeah. Sparrow, the I'm sparrow sorry. I keep, I keep, yeah. I, I'm thinking Halo. I'm thinking Halo. Thank you for, for, for uh, <laughs> correcting me there. It's been a long day. It's Halloween. Anyway, continue. <laughs> I mean, I'm yeah. I use the speeders based off of their looks solely. I don't even look at any of the perks or the speeders. It's just for the looks. That's it. But now um, you're going to be moving faster than you were before, no matter what. Yes. It doesn't really matter unless they're going to bring back the Sparrow races, which was a blast. Like Justin Bieber says, never say never, you know, because that, <laughs> that may happen. <laughs> You know, but uh, what's cool about it is that the speeders are going to get that armor 2.0, mm -hmm. you know, kind of little uh, changes going to them, which yeah. the fact that now we don't have to worry about, you know, jumping on our ghost and taking off the fastest possible, especially for some of those um, areas that you need to get away quickly, you know, but um, that's it's, actually a, a good improvement. Well, we're, we're losing scores of the past. We just, I don't know. Yeah. So it's ruined everything. <laughs> Whenever we need it. We're not going to have it. Look at that. Oh, no. Brilliant. God. I mean, uh, I never got to the end. Did you get to the uh, You got to the end, right, Vega? You, you uh, both did get to the end, didn't you? I, yeah. I, I, yeah. One time, one time, Snail got there to the end, but nobody was with him. <laughs> yeah. Like, the only time I get here, no one's here. That's actually a really, that's actually a really fun, just I know. You know, going, going yeah, on a, I think I remember that one. Yeah. Going on a, on a side note on that on that raid encounter, it's, it it was a really neat encounter. You know, it was just kind of fun at first. Mm -hmm. It was like fun and and you know, cutesy. But then after a while, it gets really really annoying. Mm -hmm. <laughs> where everybody kept dying over and over and over. He's right, uh, behind, you. He's right behind you. Yeah, it looks like um, Eververse is going to be doing some changes to it, which kind of dumb. Next season, Bright Engrams are going to contain content from season one through season nine. So. I'm going to be yeah, really excited yeah. for my bygones, you know, shader <laughs> that I'm going to get through that. I'm going to be like, okay, cool. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Why am I getting this stuff? So. I've been waiting for the spare Russians uh, one to drop. But, uh, <laughs> Why? It's useless oh, now. Isn't it? It's useless now. So I thought that was kind of like dumb that it said that. But And then uh, watch out mm. because uh, it's that. They're going to have some downtime. Yeah. yeah. Um, God, it's almost about nine hours, some of that. I guess I got to implement all this stuff. How many? 15? 13 yeah. or 14 hours, is it? Yeah. It was something, yep. but I think it was November 9th. Like, yeah, November 9th, the day before, yep. Yeah, it's going to be a long one. Jeez. It's uh, from 7 to at night to, to 9 in the morning. Mm. I got to go outside. You guys can you guys can play other games now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Exciting. <laughs> Yeah, well, that was pretty much the uh, the TWAB for the week. Other than that, is there any other points you guys want to talk about? Uh, anything else that stood out? Um, no, no, actually, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited. I do have something funny. Um, 
I don't know if you guys have seen the that Avengers game that came out recently. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like a you know, PG game or something. Yeah. If if you actually look at it, it kind of shows how Division, well, not Division, Destiny. My bad. The other D. Um, <laughs> how many D's just, do you have in your life? So many. Um, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> no. We can edit that. We can edit that. Don't worry. Edit that. <laughs> but um. They've actually blatantly taken a lot of the ideas that Destiny has and just kind of slightly modified it. But it, like they have a tower, basically. They do mm -hmm. the same thing as far as like strikes. There's something similar to it. As far as master working, they have a similar layout. Like you go to the vendor, they have yeah. all the bounties laid out basically about the same way. So it's kind of funny to see that. I don't know if it's something that they they're okay with, but I thought it was I thought it was really funny because I know Anthem kind of tried also, even though Anthem bombed in like two weeks or something like that. It just shows the effect that Destiny actually has had on other games. So I thought it was interesting. And uh, Skill Up from Layman, he actually does a whole review and it kind of shows everything and how close it is to the Destiny. He actually pans them next to each other. Oh wow. I know that. Yeah. I've seen the game. I just never had a chance to even to uh, kind of see a, a trailer or anything from. It. I just always see it on the on the store. It's pretty yeah, popular. I, I wanted to check it out because it's you know it's the Avengers, but um, yeah. But, yeah. but they say the gameplay style is very similar to Destiny. So if a Destiny player can actually go into it and feel completely comfortable with it. Oh wow! It's no different than Division, though, right? Division is very different. But it's fun. I wouldn't know because I don't. I don't cheat on my games. So. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> I mean, this is like this is like a break. I know. You know a break <laughs> Just, yeah. I mean, it's this thing about I drag Ness everywhere in Destiny. Uh, I was dragged into Division. That's true. So I did technically, that. there's a lot of dragging from both sides. I did that. Yeah. I'm gonna. Nicole, I'm gonna you say like that. It because there's a lot of grinding. You know, Snail for some reason likes that. Yeah, There's a lot of hoarding. He loves that. I mean, you think um, you think Snail will be okay with a casual player like me going into the division and, and playing a few rounds, <laughs> or yeah. is he gonna get upset? <laughs> what is he doing? <laughs> I, I welcome the company. <laughs> well, that's pretty much uh, the show. I am gonna leave you guys with one question. Is that you know we're going to be losing a lot of stuff uh, with the expansion coming out, planet planets we're going to be losing uh, weapons things are going to get sunset. So the question I want to ask you guys now, maybe think about it. We'll talk about it next episode. Is uh, what are you going to miss the most when it comes to what planet are you going to miss the most? What raid are you going to miss the most? And what weapon are you going to miss the most? Think about that, nice. and maybe we'll discuss it. Maybe next next episode we'll we'll put out a, a question on a on our clan Discord and we'll ask we'll ask some people see what their thoughts are. I've got to say I, I, I'm really enjoying this and the excitement building up to the new DLC. We've got amazing uh, suddenly we've got loads of followers. Twitter's going well, Instagram's doing well. So it's really exciting time. So thank you for everybody that listens. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. We want to thank everybody who's uh, listening to us. Uh, those who are new, new people, people in our clan, people, friends, family, everybody. I mean, give us your guys's 
<clears throat> give us you guys input. I'm not crying. I had to clear my throat. Give us you guys <laughs> input, and uh, um, we really appreciate that. We can make the show a little better. And yeah, with that, we want to thank you guys for listening. Um, this was yeah. episode episode three. Yeah, three. Well done. Episode three. Thank you. <laughs> so, uh, where can people find you, Snail? If they can find me, um, haunting spaces in uh, Twitch, Twitter, Instagram. Um, generally being annoying. <laughs> What's your handle so people can look you up? Uh, it, it's wooden snail for everything. Apart from Instagram, it's wooden snail one, and Xbox. We still come back to the fact that there's two thousand two hundred sixty-seven other wooden snails. So I'm two thousand two hundred sixty-eight. Annoyingly, <laughs> where can people find you, Ness? Um, can find me on Twitch, uh, Leanness One. Um, can find me on uh, Instagram under Genuine Apathy and uh, under Twitter for under Lean S1. Um, also, just a quick shout out to Darth Jig. He actually put our uh, our podcast information in his story. So thank you for that. Any support is good support. Yeah, that's great. Especially all the people thank you, Sean. blowing us up. Thank you, Sean. Thank you, Sean. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't met you and I already like you. <laughs> I know. Well, genuine apathy is following you now, John. <laughs> well, you can find me on Vega. You can find me online, usually on Xbox. My gamer tag is Vega6417. And on Twitter. And I'm under at Jasubius. That's all. <laughs> well, just to come back to your name, does that mean there's 6,600 other? Vegas yeah. out there. That's a bit 6,417 6, wow. of us out there. And I, I just wanted to be number one. I couldn't do it. I, I tried to put zero one that said taken. I'm on zero, 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 two, zero, no, taken. I was like, all right, just whatever number you have, just give it to me. I'm good with that. All right. I do have one thing which I thought was really interesting. So I was looking for like lore, um, just, you know, because a lot of people, do like YouTubes and they kind of put in like all the little um, clips from games and stuff. And there was one, um, my name is Biff. He's a uh, YouTube, uh, he has a YouTube channel and he has like a four hour long destiny lore. Um, It's pretty interesting the way he does it. He he has a pretty good voice of narrating it. So um, if you really want to just kind of not read everything, uh, just listening to it four hours, if you have time, (laughs) <laughs> that's I, that's what I would recommend. Yeah. Who doesn't have time? COVID. Who doesn't have time? <laughs> I COVID. You know, we're, we're, <laughs> that is so true. Let's be honest. The ninth is maintenance day. There's four hours. There's four hours there. You can use yeah. all that time to use it. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you guys for right, listening. Guys. That was our See show. You See you guys later. Bye bye. When in Rome. When in Rome. When in Rome. <laughs>